What's up, everyone? Just say thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the show, enjoy the content. Just please make sure to rate, subscribe, and follow the page on Instagram at Overcoming the Divide. Thank you. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in today. This is the first mini-sode of the season, which just features me going on about some topic in particular. So today, I want to focus on Joe Rogan, misinformation, and censorship, which I plan on doing a full episode on censorship somewhat soon down the line. But to start off, I think it's quite fascinating that Joe Rogan has been called out for pushing misinformation from the same people who are actually in the business of pushing misinformation. Now, who remembers Rachel Maddows and her unfounded claims of Russiagate for two years straight? Sure, There was a probe for a time, which did uncover some things, but they did not lead to Trump and Putin colluding. But Maddows was dramatizing and spinning the story at every twist and turn into some kind of clandestine operation that she was undertaking herself. Before the probe even started, she referenced Rex Tillerson being appointed to the Secretary of State as, quote, silencing the U.S. State Department putting a friend of Vladimir Putin's in charge of the U.S. State Department, who stands by quietly while the State Department gets hollowed out, gutted, goes on to say, that's a dream for Putin, unquote. She also baselessly claimed that One American News, which isn't any kind better of a news outlet, is paid, is, quote, paid Russia propaganda, unquote. Now, where are the censor, when, where are the calls to censor her? To censor her podcast on Spotify? People now might rebuke that uh, past previous statement with Joe Rogan's audience takes his word as gospel and that is costing lives, which is just one intellectually lazy claim, but two, there's also no evidence to suggest that. So costing lives, what lies? Okay, vaccine hesitancy has led to people dying. That is a tragedy. We know that. However, allow me to compare that to something else using the same exact logic. Artists rap and glorify gang violence, and quite often, people die from gang violence. Now, who's to say that people who are going to like commit acts of violence aren't listening or aren't, say, in some way motivated from the people they're intaking? I don't think it's that hard to believe that when some kind of gang violent hit is about to happen or any kind of violence is about to occur, that they're listening to some of these artists on Spotify. Now... The same, flawed, the same flawed logic applies to both situations, but no one in their right mind would dare censor musicians, and, no sh- and nor should they. That's not what I would dare advocate for either. But to get more specific into the issue, the main two episodes under scrutiny are featuring Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Peter McCauley. Now, to be fair, I only listened to the one with Dr. McCauley, and I disagreed and was skeptical about several things he put forward, most notably the claim that you can't catch COVID twice, and his evidence to the claim was also extremely nebulous, saying that we, when we asked, I don't know who we is, when we asked the CDC to show us a case where someone tested positive for corona twice, they couldn't. That doesn't provide any kind of insight, and it's very vague, as I previously mentioned. Now, I'm pretty sure everyone also knows several people that can counter that. So, in essence, I didn't and don't agree with a large portion of vaccine hesitancy not the rhetoric, and not the cherry pick data that is often used by guests like these. Now, 
the media's dumbfoundedness at why people enjoy Joe Rogan's podcast is the exact reason why there is such a lost cause. CNN, Fox, actively pushed divisive rhetoric as well as one-sided misleading information with their clickbait headliners. And maybe people are tired of their bullshit. Maybe people don't want to hear it anymore, and they would rather hear more productive, meaningful conversations that could provide some, some value in their lives. Instead of the next, hey, this is terrible, and here's a 10-word headliner that's going to completely misrepresent the situation. It's also quite in tune for the media to leave out Rogan's other guest, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who advocates for the vaccine, as well as Dr. Peter Atia. And regarding that, a multitude of his other guests have expressed their pro-vaccine stances in passing in previous episodes. They say it quite often. But the media and the people screaming the most about censoring Rogan wouldn't know because they don't listen to him nor watch him. They instead use these intellectually lazy, disingenuous claims to propagate their overall goal to control the narrative. You have this petition campaign created by Ultraviolet, a feminist organization. The petition titled, Joe Rogan Has to Go. The petition goes on to say, quote, The streaming service's number one podcaster with his own exclusive multi-million dollar deal is none other than racist, transphobic, conspiracy theorist, and disinformer Joe Rogan, unquote. Which is just a complete bunch of utter nonsense. And I feel like these people just Googled the top claims to get someone canceled and couldn't decide in a meeting room or boardroom what one was the best, so they just went with all four. But the good news here is that Spotify appears to be uh, backing Rogan. However, even though that is good for people who enjoy Rogan, such as myself, if that wasn't evident enough, and for people who are against censorship, where I also fall in that boat, this doesn't bode well for the people who also speak their minds and may find themselves in a similar, similar situation, but they are not on such as a large scale as Rogan. See, for Spotify, Rogan has done so much for them in terms of bringing in new users over to the platform and getting the current users to listen to podcasts on their platform in addition to just music. But for someone new and recently starting out, I don't think Spotify would back the person after doing a simple risk-reward analysis. In closing, censorship is a terrible route to go down. And until you want to take a look at the mainstream media and the others who push a whole hell of a lot of terrible things, let's leave Rogan alone for the time being. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And if someone would like to discuss this on a further extent, I am all ears and I would love to have a conversation about it.